0: Hi there. Welcome to OT's Get Paid, the podcast for OT entrepreneurs where we learn about everything you need to know to move from thinking like a therapist to acting like a CEO and making good money along the way. Are you curious how to continue to be true to your mission of helping others as an OT and get paid what you're worth? Do you want to know the best tips that add zeros to your bank account? Do you wonder how other OTs do it too? I'm your host, Trish Williams, a Canadian, a mom, a not-so-closet-choir nerd, and occupational therapist of over 26 years. I spent most of those years loving my profession, but secretly wishing I could get paid a lot more. Did I feel like I had an important job that had great impact on my clients and society? Check. Did I also wish I could feel validation in that work through getting paid enough to feel financial freedom? Check, check. So finally in my 40s, as a single mom who needed to get real with my income, I built two six-figure businesses, including my latest as an OT entrepreneur coach at Trish Williams Consulting. And through this, I heard the secret shame that others felt the same way too. So I'm raising my voice and raising my profile of this issue, and probably raising my prices. I'm here to talk about OT's making money. So let's do like Scrooge McDuck and dive into those giant piles of gold coins and get swimming and start this episode. Welcome OT entrepreneurs. To episode 51, where we discuss what to do when an entrepreneur wants to take time off. Before we begin, I just want to give you a little picture of where I am today, because as always, we are keeping it real. I am on a mini break right now. And That's where actually one of the inspirations behind this podcast is happening. And I did pack my podcasting equipment, which is really just a mic and a computer and some headphones. And right now I am in one of the bedrooms of the Airbnb that I have rented. And I am surrounded by pillows, sitting on a cushy bed with a blanket over my head (laughs) to try to mute some. Of the sound. So, this is not Studio C. This is Studio Airbnb B, Airbnb bedroom. And so, you know, I'm showing up for the people. <laughs> and as always, remind you that being an OT entrepreneur is incredibly sophisticated and really sexy. So, let's jump in to discuss what happens when an entrepreneur wants to take some time off. Holiday, like I'm talking about now, although this is a very short little holiday, and obviously I'm doing a little bit of work, and that's fine. I had planned on it. Burnout, medical issues, maternity leaves, family unexpected events like weddings or funerals. There are many, many, many times where we want to take time off as an entrepreneur, whether it's short-term or extended. And this question was prompted by an OT entrepreneur who reached out to me and wanted to discuss this as well with regards to their maternity leave. So it has been on my mind. Most of us do one of two things. We either don't know and don't take time off, and that depends especially where you are in your business, if you are starting or growing your business or scaling your business, or you tend to shut it down and not bring in any money. And what I'd like to do is... Provide some points to consider that you can use to help make a clear decision for when you want to take some time off for any variety of reasons that I may have mentioned or some that I may have missed. Not only am I on a mini holiday right now, but I have been experiencing some issues with my health, and I debated whether to make this particular episode a health update, and I think I will not. We don't really have any answers. I'm exploring some diagnoses and some help with some specialists at this point, but suffice it to say that one of the prompts for this for me has been some... Unexpected health issues that I am still sorting out. So, I would like to offer this as always to share my experience with you and help you get some of these questions answered with some of the things that I've been doing as well. So, the first is getting honest with yourself. It has taken me a few months to admit that I need to scale back and take my foot off the gas. We were in full foot on the gas mode for many, many months feeling really great, really productive, amazing plans, projected income statements, et cetera, et cetera. And when it is suggested to you by medical professionals, by your family, otherwise, it is hard to admit that maybe it's time to take your foot off the gas. And I personally needed an outsider perspective to help me with that. So getting honest with yourself and relying on You know, your million dollar squad, as Rachel Rogers said, the people that are surrounding you, in which case it was my sister who was really helpful to say, you know what? I know that this is not what you want, and yet this seems like what it is needed right now. Number two, I want you to take time, if you have it, to weigh your options. There is never just an A and a B. That is something that we often default to. It's either this Or it's that. And what we know as OTs and what we know about cognition is that many things can be true at the same time. It is often C, D, E, F, and G option that take a while to surface. The former mayor of the city of Calgary was actually voted mayor of the world. (laughs) I didn't even know there was such a thing as mayor of the world you know, really dynamic politician. His name is Nahed Nenshi. And he, you know, just burst on the scene, I think in about 2010 in Calgary and was mayor for six or eight years. I don't remember what the term limits are. At any rate, I saw him speak multiple times because I was so impressed with him. And he said that often the people to whom he was beholden, not just the constituents, but people on city council, people in the different subcommittees, didn't love his leadership style and his decision-making style. And he said that if the answer he knew to be true would be an answer that was given to the team and they would try to pick it apart. And that takes time and thought. And I want you to remember While you may not need to bring your particular answer to a team to piece out and stretch and suss and poke holes in it, I do want you to remember that often we think of it in a binary and there are lots of different options available to us when we are making a decision to take some time off. Number three is do you know your numbers? The basis of the OTs get paid framework In order to get paid is you need to know three things. You need to increase your clarity, increase your impact, and increase your profit, which requires you to know your numbers. We teach this in Road to 100K. We teach this in the 100K Club. What is the base amount that you need to make every single month to keep the lights on? And that is different for everybody. Keeping the lights on includes expenses. What are the basic expenses you have with payroll as being a part of that in any contractor that you have or any employees? And that includes you paying yourself. So whether that's through dividends or a bonus or payroll, you and your accountant will figure that out. That is part of the expenses. The next thing is looking at where you can possibly... Hey, Trish. Yes, Ashley? As an OT entrepreneur who's just starting to make money, I bet you've thought, oh my gosh, I just got my first few clients. What the heck do I do now? Don't worry. At Therabyte, we have you covered. We heard you and we created intake and consent templates just for you. So you've downloaded the template and now you can say, amazing, I know exactly how to get my clients started. Oh, I wish I'd had this in the beginning. I pulled everything together and needed something this efficient. Okay. So where can listeners find these templates, Ashley? Super easy. The link will be in the show notes. You just hop over to our website, find templates, and you've got your download. Sounds great. Cut costs. So if you have contractors, do they need to be keeping those exact same hours? Can you cut back in any other way. So for example, I was working in a co-working space and realized that was an easy 350 months that I could save by going to the co-working space and asking for some time. We have two cars and we had three drivers in the house. And as of next month, we will only have one driver. So it's very easy for me poof, to get right on that and ask for help from a friend actually to help me sell a car. And I'm going to be keeping the car that is already paid off. That's a way of helping me increase the cash flow in my home, not just through the business. I have also invested in a mastermind, as I talked about a few episodes ago, and I have gone to them to ask if we can put it on hold, not if we can get, you know, all this money back. I don't have no problem investing, but do they have a medical policy where I can at least get, you know, four to six month medical hold? Because at this point, I'm not able to get a lot out of that coaching. So knowing your numbers and really understanding where you can begin to make some cuts and what is the bare minimum that you need to keep the lights on. Number four, including and knowing your numbers, is where do you make money? And it's amazing for people that even have, you know, 100K plus businesses. Are you really, really sure? Do you really, really know how and where you make money? First is, do you have a cost projection? Do you have cash flow forecasts? Do you have an idea based on data, based on what you were going to sell, based on the promotions going ahead, et cetera, et cetera, of where you were going to be making money every month in your business based on your projections for that year? And if so, where do those need to change? Are you able to do that? Can you give that cost projection analysis to your bookkeeper or to your accountant or to somebody in your sphere that knows math really well? And can they help you shift those cost projections? Point number two under where can you make money is what is something that you can sell again and again and again that you can rinse and repeat? I mean, that is really when we begin to scale. It's all about rinsing and repeating. And what is something that you can do Easily? Do you have summer programs that sell themselves? If you are in the OT agency business, if you have multiple therapists that you employ that help you deliver services, is one on one therapy the easiest thing for you to sell? And does that in a way sell itself? Where can you go on rinse and repeat? Number three, are there any old offers that you can bring forward? Is there anything, if you were trying to become more sophisticated in terms of groups, if you were trying to be more sophisticated in terms of affiliates or in terms of new contracts, is there anything that you can hold for right now and go back to an old offer that works really well, that you don't need to think a lot of, and that you can... Sell and deliver and make money. Let's not forget, this doesn't always have to be the hardest thing in the world. Is there anything you can do that feels easy and light that can still bring money into your company while you are taking some time off? And does it always have to be delivered by you, obviously? Point number four on where do you make money is do you have a real understanding of your traffic, your leads, and your customers? We talk about this in our marketing Masterclasses again, we talk about this in Road to 100K and 100K Club. It is really hard to focus on all of those three things, getting in the traffic, turning them into leads, which is, you know, getting an email address or contact information and then selling to them and having them become paying customers. What I recommend all the time is that choose one of those things to focus on for 90 days. If you don't have a really good understanding of where you're getting your traffic from, how to turn them into leads and how to turn them into customers, it gets to be really tricky on how to therefore solve the problem of can you continue to get customers in the cheapest way possible. Number five, do you have a three-month emergency savings? If you don't, you need to start one. If you've never heard of it, you need to put it on your strategic plan in order to figure ways of making sure that you have enough money in the bank to keep the lights on so that you might not need to sell anything for three months. You might actually have sold enough and you've put it into emergency savings. Again, back to point number three, so that you can keep your lights on. And everybody says, well, not everybody, but many people I talk to and recommend this to, they say, oh yeah, that's something to aspire to. But when the rubber hits the road and it's something that you need, it becomes really valuable to have. So if that's not on your radar, put it on your radar and how can you begin to really save for an emergency rainy day. And lastly, we're going to remember and remind everybody that so much of this is based on systems. What can get done without you? We talked about this in the episode with Nicole McLean when she bought Spring OT and what she was actually buying was systems. The company, my previous bricks and mortar, was not valued, did not have as much value being the Trish show as it did to have assets and marketing and email lists and contracts and things that were systems and standard operating procedures and different apps and different... Functions that kept the place running. That's what we sold Spring OT on. It couldn't have sold with as much if it was the Trish show. So for that, we once again talk about automation, delegation, and delete. So, do you have anything that you can automate? Do you have, you know, thirty dollars a month for your Cutie Calendar? Do you have Libsyn that exists for your podcasts? What else do you have that is automated? Can you naturally bring in more traffic and leads that turn into customers in an automated way? The second point of that is delegation. Can you delegate something to somebody else? In terms of different pieces of your business puzzle, one of those would be fulfillment. Do you have to be the one to provide fulfillment for every contract or every customer or client that you have. What about marketing? What about sales? What about operations? What about in those categories do you have where you can delegate it to somebody else? Because at this point, the cost benefit of having somebody that is $20 an hour as an ops assistant, $30 an hour as a marketing assistant, $100 an hour with fulfillment if they can keep things going what is the value of that dollar for you in terms of being able to take time off to recharge to rest to get your health in order to have a baby to bond with your newly adopted child etc 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 and then finally it's delete what actually doesn't make a difference in your business and this often comes back To data. Do you have enough data in your business that you know what lever that you move actually makes money in your business? We've talked about these concepts before. Some of these are old, and some of the things that I've brought up are as new in terms of getting honest with yourself, taking time to weigh your options. Do you know your numbers? Where do you make your money? Do you have three months in emergency savings? And do you have the systems, automate, delegate, or delete, in order to help you make a decision? and decide how and how much time off that you can manage. And when you frame it this way, it's a reminder that things you've heard again are still relevant. And so I hope that bringing forth a little bit of my personal experience right now, the prompts of others, and also, you know, maybe forecasting for some of you who are like, you know, operating on all cylinders, feeling no pain. These are things to think about if and when, because you need time off, hopefully not in an emergency situation, but in an enjoyable restful situation comes to pass. You are a money-making machine, but it's not just you. Your business is a money-making machine. And do you have it set up in a way that you can take time off and not go completely backwards? So it is my wish that as we are discussing this, those of you that feel like you're in a little bit of a crisis to take time off, that you find peace and health. And those of you who are taking time off for something that feels a little bit more positive as summer's approaching, that you enjoy that restorative need for yourself. Thanks again, and see you next episode. This has been OTs Get Paid, recorded live in Studio C. That's Studio Closet. I'm Trish Williams. If you have feedback on today's episode, send us a DM on IG at OTs Get Paid or join our Facebook group at OTs Get Paid. We would really love to hear from you. We'd also love it if you could subscribe and write a review for the podcast. Each month, I'll pick a random review for a shout out to get your name and business on the air. Until next time.